Are we recording? No, too much, too much, too much, too much. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Ducks Watch Together. I'm Josh. And I'm Kylie. I'm Brooke. I'm Anne. And on today's episode, we talk about the top five 90s teen movies. Do you have a list for this? No. She's just going to comment, apparently. I only watched one 90s movie. What the heck? What the heck? Why does Anne get out off? Easy. I said, I'm, I'm cool sitting this one out. I was too. I said, what if you guys just did it and I just sat there? Okay, Kimmy, let's go. <laughs> I think they've got this. All right. I mean, we could, we do, we could have got this, I but like. Lots of love. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, also. I think I made my list wrong. I just. I, I, I don't think you made... I just don't know. I wasn't there. Listeners, I don't think Kylie has ever struggled with a list as much as she struggled with this list. This is great. This is yeah. Epic. Yeah, right? It was just so bad. <laughs> I'm just like... The other night when Kylie was texting me, like, she was trying... There was, like, three movies that she's like, I guess I gotta watch this. And, like, halfway through, she's like, no, I've turned it off. I'm done. I'm not even... It was solid. It was good times. Okay, so did you do your list, like, in order or just five? In order. <laughs> I didn't do mine in order. Oh, okay. Well, you can talk about them in order. You, Yeah, there you go. I, I technically have it five to one, um, but as I said to you guys, I don't know. I got two, and then I'm going to see what's not been talked about, and then I'll do my top two. Like, it's, this is a weird list, because for me, so mine is a quote-unquote memorial list for uh, three films that we have already talked about on podcast, which would be Clueless, the episode before, Scream... And uh, Good Burger. Because Good Burger is about teenagers and it's a 90s film. It would have been number one with a bullet. No worries, everybody. I love Good Burger. Good Why would that have been number one? Why not like Clueless? Because Good Burger. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the blue shirt argument all over again. <laughs> oh, and you can talk about Cruel Attentions. There you go. Okay, I've got five movies. Okay, Andy. Oh my gosh! What, the, what is happening? I just made it up now. <laughs> no, you're right. Clueless probably would have been number one, but Good Burger's a solid two. But no, they're not there because we talked about all those movies. Kylie, I'm so sorry, but we, <laughs> we are here today. I'm pretty sure we haven't talked about anything on my list. Oh, good. Huh. <sighs> Alright, um, why, why, why did this list, uh, how did this list come together? Anyone want to tell the story of how we decided on this list? Yeah, I was like, yeah, let's get Brooke on the episode, on the episode, <laughs> and I didn't really realize she was going to ruin my life. Well, it, it, <laughs> it did not start out as 90s movies, it started out as high school. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And then it evolved from there. Because somehow it's just 90s teen movies. 90s. But see, high now, I think stuff. that I missed the teen part. It can be high school movies. It can be. High well, it was school. just what I watched when I was in high school. Oh, well, and there they you were go. '90s movies. And I didn't okay. know what that meant because I wasn't there well, when was you mo- were I, in high school. And I took it as here was this chunk of my life, mm-hmm. and this is what I watched all the time. Now that's perfect. It's yeah. gonna work. Yeah. See, we made the list wrong together. Okay, great. Yeah. So we we're gonna have multiple facets lists. of it. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. So, How did you make this list so quickly, Anne? But if you look up a list, it's you really know, easy to honestly, pick your movies. Honestly, like, 90s teen comedies is kind of my genre, so <laughs> it wasn't too hard. One of us, one of now, us. Now, you've made it comedy only? 
Yeah. Okay. Mine are not comedy. Mine are not. One of them's not a comedy, though I thought it was until oh. a specific thing happened. So we'll oh. get to that. Okay. I guess uh, this. I guess we've kind of naturally gone it's into cruel the... intentions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we've naturally gone into the rules and the uh, provisos and the quid pro quos section. How'd you make your list, everybody? What were any any provisos you put on there? Well, earlier I asked Josh if I could put Airbud on here, and he said no. <laughs> About a week ago, he said that, but I think that as he watched my torment, just continue. Yeah, eventually I said, do you think the dog's a teenager? <laughs> Go for it, Kylie. Bark, bark. <laughs> it's not Airbud. Is Airbud on your list? No! <laughs> you just have, like, a really, like, guilty look on your face, like, Kylie, you I can't put... put Airbud on your list because we've already ranked the entire franchise. Uh, don't tell me what to do, Josh! <laughs> Scream's not on my list, even though that was, like, uh, the only one I thought was, like, a legit... I have one. I have one that I believe may be a legit one. Okay, I'm excited. Uh, I mean, I'm excited for your guys' list, yeah, too. I'm, like, all nervous now. I did not do teenager movies. That's okay. Right. okay. That's totally fine. Yeah. Yes. Do you think that this has any rules? We once did an episode <laughs> on Most Fantastic Beasts, and I talked about Flubber, and how, like, a magic carpet, and, yeah. like, a cape from Doctor Strange. And then I got really upset because she put Airbud on there over last <laughs> Yes! So... I'm sorry! Ain't no rules since the dog can't play basketball! <laughs> uh, so, I will say that, like, mine then, I definitely, like, because that was the title of it, so, like, I had to, for me, because, like, I could talk about lots of things, so let's try to get other there's many things on here that are unique to this list. Um, it mostly had to be set in a high school for me, and it mostly had to be about teenagers for me. Like, that was kind of my, like, rules that I put in there just to help narrow it down a little bit, plus to be in the 90s. Okay. So, like, a film that doesn't make my list is one that Kylie got through, and it's called Election, which is one of my favorite <gasps> films of all time. Um, I love that movie. I love that movie, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I love it. Um, but Matthew Broderick's the main character of that movie, so I didn't put it on my list. Oh. Yeah, but, like, no, Election is, again, mm -hmm. in my, like, all-time favorite movies. Mm -hmm. It's wonderful. Why did I watch it then? See, I, <laughs> I, left, I left off movies that were inappropriate. Oh, okay. Right. Like, there was, there was a certain movie that during high school I would be watching downstairs. We lived in a bee house. So Kevin and I hung out watching movies, and apparently my stepdad was upstairs watching it, and my mom was like, you have to turn that off. Mm. And then came downstairs and realized we were watching it, and she told us to turn it off, but we didn't listen to her, because it was hilarious. Freeway. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen Freeway, but mm -hmm. yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about election at some okay, point. <laughs> I'm back. I'm sorry, everyone. Um, I just had a mini meltdown. <laughs> I listened to all the lists, Josh. I listened, and I tried so hard. I tried so hard for Brooke. Hey, 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 I'm hey, I'm excited Kylie. to hear your list. Hey, Kylie, how far did you get into Crybaby? Oh, um, you know that, that opening song I muted? <laughs> <laughs> it was really annoying. So I, I, she's like, I'm going to watch Crybaby, and I'm like, yikes. And she's like, you own this movie. And I'm like, no, Anne owns this Here's movie. the thing, Josh. Here's the, I think you need to make a new list on Letterboxd and move those films that are there. To All that right, I want to move them out of the collection, but I will make you a list called Anne owns this movie. <laughs> yeah. I don't think, you can't count it as an, you can only, 
And it's got to have a deduction. Like, it counts as half of But it's our collection. Then like, that's what you need to say. When I die. Our film collection. Wait, do I not say that? No, it's my film collection. Oh, it's, it's ours? Well, you need to say ours then. Okay. It's our film collection. But then people think it's your or mine. No. I, I don't have an opinion. I don't care what you call it. <laughs> I care about it. <laughs> It's not like when I die, I'm going to be buried in my movies. You might be. <laughs> you can I might construct over... a casket out of your You're bundles. very close to just knocking hey, over that bookshelf. Oh, fair. Yeah. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Like, it's resourceful? Yeah. yeah. Oh, here's what, I, here's, yeah. What, here's what I thought was going to happen. I, like, had the plan. Like, Anne would invite your friends and family okay. and students, mm-hmm. and it would be like, all right, you each, and Anne would take her movies that she wants to keep. You all can take a movie. No, you can you, take a piece of Josh with you. You've really said this plan this? before, yeah. and oh I gosh. like this plan. Yeah. This is a really dark thing to talk about. <laughs> Let's pl- what if I Josh were? has died. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know. I watched <laughs> I a movie like where a suicidal character, they held a funeral for her, so let's just get to it. This is what the 90s is about. Not yeah. dealing with issues in a healthy way. Let's do it, everyone. Yeah, but doing it in the most coolest, hippest way mm. possible. Who goes first? <laughs> Alphabetical order. Ears. We're going to go in alphabetical order. All right. Oh, okay. Pick your five. My number five is Demon, the girl from the 21st century. Disney Channel original movie. <laughs> shh, 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 it's fine. It's fine. You just go with it, Kylie. Yeah, Xenon. It's good. Yeah, go Zenus for it. Lapidus, I love that movie. <laughs> Talk about why you like Xenon. Uh, well, it's just, just 99? Just squeaks it. Just squeaks I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, so it's one of my favorite movies. I really, really wanted to live on a space station and be With your best friend, Raven Ramon? With my best friend. Um, <laughs> I don't think Raven... Let's see if it's in here. Raven I got the 1999 film book <laughs> i'm doing research for our upcoming episode at some point where we compare 99 and 39 yeah oh. i mean i did just make my list so this you know if I, I had more time to put together it might not be on my list but i do like this that's movie. okay i don't think that xenon was gonna make any other list because it really wouldn't usually rule out tv movies yeah so yeah that's okay yeah. I think I have two on here. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. You're good. Yeah. I remember watching Xenon. It was a good fun I movie. I love that movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cute. I'm going to oh, watch man. it now. If yeah. I can go with decons, well, i got to find room for Brink on my list. Uh, yeah. So it's like the girl, she lives like it's in the future and she lives on a space station with a uh-huh. bunch of people. And so she was born on the space station. And then like she's a troublemaker. So her parents are like, we're going to send you to live on Earth with your aunt. Oh, no, it's okay. great. <laughs> I love it. And you're like, I'll trade places with you. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so, love it. Kylie, do you have any thoughts on No, I've not seen this film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> Those are my thoughts. I guess you're up, number five. Me? Oh. Yeah. Um, okay. So, I made my list by searching top 100 mm-hmm. 90s movies mm-hmm. and then picking out my favorites. Because there's, yeah. So, I watched it too much, but I still love it, and it's Romeo and Juliet. <sighs> Boslerman's. Oh, William Romeo plus Juliet. Romeo yes, plus I'm Juliet. sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little confused. I just rewatched this movie this week, in mm-hmm. or terms of like, let's let's get this movie back in my brain. Mm-hmm. Awesome. What do you love about Boslerman's William Shakespeare's Romeo plus Juliet? So, not a big Shakespeare fan. 
And neither was Boz Lerman, apparently. I mean, Paul Rudd is in it. (laughs) (laughs) That's the criteria. Okay, so I just found out watching this. I was like, Paul Rudd's in this? And literally my review on Letterboxd says, who in their right mind picks Leonardo DiCaprio over Paul Rudd? I mean, what's happening? For for Romeo. (laughs) But it worked. Yes. No, I just meant like, you're standing there and you're telling me that I live with Paul Rudd or Leo? I'm going to pick Paul Rudd. So sorry, Leo. Well, and I think part of the movie that I loved so much, too, was the music. I don't know yeah. why. But it just... Yeah. Um, and I quote it all the time. The nurse, when she says, my back. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have to say that I was glad that I rewatched it this time because I think I, when I watched it... I remember watching this movie back in the 90s when I was like in very early high school and like liking it and enjoying it, especially being a theater kid and being like, yes, mm. Romeo and Juliet theaters out there in the world. And then my, t- my opinion really soured on this movie just because like it kind of got this like, because cause my opinion of Boz Lerman soured and then I was like, oh, this is just one of his movies. And so I'm glad that I rewatched it to realize that there's actually some unique and fun ideas that are really happening mm-hmm. here. I still think some of the performances are wacky, over the top. Um, but man, I like it. Was fun. It was a good time. Like um, watching. I think Leo and Claire Danes both do a really good job as the leads. Mm-hmm. The language itself of Shakespeare is handled really well. Like you can under. It's one of the better adaptations to where you can understand what's actually happening from moment to moment. Right. And. He does edit the script a little bit, so like there are mm-hmm. lines like "my back, my back," which are not right. the Shakespeare lines, but that's okay. Well, and I think it makes you connect with the characters. That yes. maybe it's like, oh, well, it's the nurse. Well, then she's sweet and cute, and yeah, you know. And this is one of the things where I love that how what Balsam is doing with this movie is that by setting it in modern Verona, he kind of has to build his whole world that he he's here. So his a little over the top outlandishness, which is pulled back a little bit for this movie, but it also works because it's just the world that he's built and it's created mm-hmm. and plays really well with. So yeah, there's definitely some good visuals. There was definitely parts of the movie where I was like, "What's this still going on?" But I like this right. movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And in the end, they're just. Kind of stupid. Yeah, because they're Romeo and Juliet. Right. Yeah. I, 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 I'm interested. I, I don't know if the movie knows how much of a tragedy that the story actually is. Right. I, I think it plays it up as a love story far too much. Mm-hmm. But at the same point, it is what it is. You know. I really like this movie. This is my favorite version of Romeo and Juliet. Interesting. And I think it's actually one of my favorite John Leguizamo performances. Ooh. Oh my gosh. I love him in that movie. I'm sorry. He's doing something. He's definitely doing something. I used to remember, I had, I think, I don't know what movie it was, but it had a VHS, and it had a trailer for that movie, and I just remember the shots with him in the, it just really stood out, it stands out in my brain. Nice. Kylie, did you get around to Boz Lerman's William Shakespeare's Romeo plus Juliet? No, you told me I didn't need to. Fair enough. I mean, you had a lot of things on your list. Five things on my list. <laughs> <laughs> I also told you you didn't need to get to American Pie, so I probably saved you on that one. Who knows? I would have been there for five minutes and then be done. Possibly. <laughs> Who knows? All right. Am I next or are you next? You're next. Alphabetical. Oh, I just thought we were going around the table oh, after. Wait, wouldn't that make me next? No. Yep, A, B, A, B, A, B. Oh, I thought we were around the table, so we did Brooke, and then, okay. I'm it just happened that we were... 
<laughs> I also thought after yeah. we started. No, I don't we want to be last. My answer's dumb. I don't want to answer's dumb. Okay, I'm great. Gonna, yeah, Why don't we just go around the table? Number five is, but I'm a cheerleader. And That's a good movie. We just like, but I'm a cheerleader. But I'm a cheerleader! It's so good. <laughs> is there more of the, to the title? No. I'm gonna look it up. It's, but I'm a cheerleader. Okay. Uh, Natasha Leon. Well, yeah. This is a film that, that's a, that essentially opens up the light of sexual orientation to a bit of a wider audience. This is still kind of an indie film, but it, it does start to open up the conversation of how sexual orientation versus gender identity kind of start mixing into the culture and everything, and how um, just because one person may exhibit different uh, characteristics of the of a different gender doesn't necessarily impact uh, sexual orientation. The way that Jamie Bebbitt uses color in this film is actually very hilarious where when she's talking with all of her straight parents and friends they're all wearing brown because I don't know apparently that's boring <laughs> and then when she goes off into this um, other club it's very strictly like the girls will only be associated with the color pink and the boys will only be associated with the color blue and it's kind of just talking about the ridiculousness of trying to set these gender roles in sexual orientations within our culture in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> this is the first film I ever wrote about in college. Nice. Yeah. Um, this film is far worse Metacritic score than I thought it would be. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, people, people don't do like, not like it. this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. It was almost my number four, but it's been so long since I've seen it, I didn't think I could really talk about it. Yeah, I've also only seen this once. I remember really enjoying it and liking the themes and the ideas that it was putting forward. I will say that, like, it didn't work for me as a comedy per se just because like i wasn't yeah it's a tragedy it, yes yeah um so like those the satire kind of comedic elements of are you it, looking this up no i thought you're like looking up the film like no uh-uh. um, <laughs> it didn't land for me in that way but i did like the themes that it was putting forward like, yeah. we're trying something yeah. redirection there you go You, you have any other thoughts on, but I'm sure later before we... RuPaul's in it! RuPaul, RuPaul is in it. Is oh, RuPaul, RuPaul yeah. is in it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's good. It's, yeah, it's he, a fun movie. He plays the main... He's the camp counselor? Like, for the boys. Okay. So, yeah. they go to a, um, like... They call it sexual redirection school. There you mm. go. Okay. Um, yeah. Doesn't so what happens is she, her parents decide that she's a lesbian, but then she goes to the camp and figures out that she's actually straight. No, she goes and determines that she's not. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but like she, which this is like also a thing that happens in real life is that sometimes you're not always like sure, and it is the like learning and being around different people that helps you kind of figure out who you are. But I'm a cheerleader. That's why she can't be a lesbian because she's a cheerleader. Yeah, she's dating <laughs> yeah. like, the football. She doesn't like. And... She doesn't like kissing him. Nope. <laughs> I mean, who would? Let's be honest. All right. Um, my number five is, uh, I think, the only one on my list that I didn't get to rewatch or watch recently. Um, and that's because it's not streaming anywhere. You can't rent it anywhere. And so, like, on any of the platforms, it's just not available. The only way that I could find to get this would be to buy it on DVD, which I would probably want to do. I just haven't got it there yet. So, uh, But it's a movie called Now and Then. 
Um, love that movie. Yeah, right. I love that. Yeah, movie. it's a solid movie. I like. So I was great. really excited to like rewatch it mm-hmm. for this. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find it. Like, not even to really? like buy or. I used re- to own it. Yeah, and it's one of those things where like I was surprised that I didn't own it. Uh-huh. Um, but it must not have been like available to at a price that I wanted to buy it at or something. And so it is on Amazon for like ten bucks. And I'm pretty sure I'm gonna like buy it now after mm-hmm. this conversation. Um, but so Now and Then is basically the story of these four women, and part of it is told when they're like 13 years old in 1970, and part of it is told when they're grown up and they're coming back to back together after being apart for a long time, and it stars... Oh, so it's like It. Oh my god, I was so <laughs> that, but I thought it wouldn't be appropriate, but that's what I was thinking. Yeah, minus the scary clown. Yeah, it's a little less scary. I yeah. just I'm sorry, but if you ever know anything about the book, I think the clown is the least scary thing that happens. There you go, great. So it's uh, it, but not scary, apparently. Uh, I don't know. Except they deal with real life. That might be more scary. They deal with, well, except for they do a seance in a graveyard, and then yeah. they... Wait, <laughs> wait, really? <laughs> oh, so I watched the film that did that, and I was, I was not okay with what was happening. Why does a feather stiff as a board? Why does a feather stiff as a board? <laughs> um... Are we going to get there? Why are you looking at me, Josh? Because I'm assuming that the craft isn't on the list over here. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll have to find out. I don't like ghosties. There's no ghosts. (laughs) Um, So Now and Then stars um, Rosie O'Donnell and Christina Ricci as the same character. And then it is uh, Demi Moore and Gabby Hoffman. And the same character, old and young, and then um, Melanie Griffin and Thora Birch, and then um, Rita Wilson is the old is the older, and then Ashley Ashton Mora uh, because she's the one actor who I don't know in this whole movie. Um, but yeah, and so basically they're telling their stories of what it was like growing up in the early nineteen seventies and their summer before going into high school. It's in a lot of ways like I think what was probably pitched to the studios is like Stand by Me. But mm-hmm. what if it was girls? Yeah. Because there's, like, a lot of riding around on bikes. There's a lot of really good music. There's a lot of, like, we gotta mm-hmm. solve a mystery mm-hmm. kind of thing going on. So it's it. <laughs> <laughs> cool way. <laughs> I think they went in there like, okay, so it's like it, but no clown. <laughs> but way more emotional. Yeah. And it's like very emotional. Dealing with actual characters that have, mm-hmm. you know, thoughts and opinions. And, uh, you haven't read that book? <laughs> Correct! <laughs> I have not! Sometimes he spends hours just dealing with things. I'm also going to let you know, unless you put it on the calendar for fall, I probably won't see the second half of it. Why not? I didn't want to see the first half of it. Well, we, we were, in, we were intrigued in that. Yeah, sure. We, neither of us uh, put it on there. It, we did it collectively um, as a team. I never finished yeah. it. Yeah. The new one? Or the... Yeah, I got like halfway through. Yeah, we saw it in theaters. I still like the miniseries just because it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's hilarious. So, yeah, this is a pretty conversation <laughs> kind of about now and then. Oh, Josh, I, don't, I, I can't attribute to it. I've never seen it. <laughs> Never heard of it. There you go. All right, and what's your number four? Okay, well... We have four lists I'm trying to push through. Yeah, so, like, it's another TV movie. Sorry. (laughs) It's the It miniseries. It was gonna be, but I'm a cheerleader, but I couldn't quite remember what happened in that movie, so it's Hocus Pocus. (gasps) And... It's not a TV movie? It's not? No. No, that sucker went to theater. I only saw it on TV. No worries. Okay, great. 
There you go. Uh, not a TV movie. I love that movie because it was the movie about kids in high school and witches. Two things that were pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and you gotta sit down and watch The Craft then. Yeah, it's a movie about kids I, in high school I, I, I and probably witches. like it. Josh, you but can also, watch it. there's like what? music. In Hocus Pocus, oh, there are mm-hmm. a lot. I know. I've seen it. And a talking cat. Yeah, and you. a talking cat. Thackeray Binks. Thackeray oh, Binks. Thackeray. Yeah. No, it's fun. I love Bette Midler in this movie. It's just a good time. Someone's gotta love Bette Midler in this movie. I do. I'm sorry. <laughs> a lot of people do. Yeah. Yeah, I watched it for the first time this year. We did a whole episode on Hocus Pocus. Yeah, it was the first know. time watching it this year. <gasps> yeah. Oh, this year. I watched it. I watch it all year, all the time. <laughs> I maybe bought it on Amazon because some sometimes it's not streaming on anything. Right. I have to. We have, I have it to watch on it. DVD. Yeah, on DVD. I think we got it through the Disney Movie Club. Oh yeah. Okay, but on this letterbox list that you're making me make, what about movies that we've bought together but uh, technically are like gifts for Anne or like I bought them for Anne? Josh. <laughs> If you could be the mom from Shazam and just leave the movie behind at the fair. <laughs> I just feel like you can't say it's a part of your collection unless I brought it before we were together. Which Crybaby is one of those movies. So it's only movies that like Anne brought into this? What are you going to claim at the fair? Are you going to go up to the police officer with the movie? I like this distinction. <laughs> I like this distinction. If I would leave it at the fair. If I would abandon this child. Like, this isn't No Country for Old Men. Yeah. And this isn't, like, your second copy of No Country for Old Men. <laughs> oh, no, I'd go back for both. <laughs> Take my hand! Josh, Anton, <laughs> I'm here for you. Flip a coin, heads or tails. All right, everyone. Uh, those are... Those are, uh... are you done? <laughs> <laughs> List Am over. I next? Yes, you're next. Yes. Okay, we so... have four lists, everyone. Well, and I think... I think you said this is not allowed to be on a list or whatever, but Scream. Scream was one of the oh, movies yeah. that Scream's I great. Scream's great. watched over and over and over. And even back in the day when you could buy the little TVs with the built-in VCR in high school, we would take it out in the yard. I mean, it's, you know, no bigger than a piece of paper, and that's what we would watch outside in the dark with Scream. I love it. Yeah, no. We only said it's because we have a whole episode on it. Okay, yeah. got it. And um, We are both very pro-Scream. Uh, the Scream was the movie that when... Uh, I think it was the first Halloween or was it the second Halloween? Second. It was like, Kylie was like trying to like, hey Josh, baby steps into horror movies. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> That's a good I, baby step. Yeah, I know you like Scream. Let's talk about Scream. Come on, let's go. Uh-huh. So yeah, absolutely. We did two horror movies that you liked that year. We did. We did. Uh, Scream and Cabin Woods. I know. Well, yeah. It's like I catered. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> and you've done a good job because horror movies and I are now, we're, we're, we're acquaintances. I, I'm like, okay, there's some good ones. Some of them sit at your table. Yeah. I did this. I hate my list. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts on Scream over there? I like Scream. Yeah. I think I've only seen it once, but I actually like it. I'm I've about... only seen it once and we're friends. And you gotta come over every year. I watch it. Okay. It's so fun. Do you watch Scream 2? No. Scream 3? The, VH, the VHS of Scream 1 mm-hmm. has a trailer for Scream 2. <laughs> because that sucker came out like clockwork. Yeah. Scream 4? No. Okay. I just had to make sure. I've seen. I haven't seen three or four. I've only seen one and two. Okay, so my number. Scream the television show. No. There's a television show. Yeah, MTV made one like uh, two or three years ago, maybe. Mm -mm. Uh, I've seen all. I've seen all the screams except for the four on the TV show. 
Because there's a Jan Silent Bob cameo in the third one. It's a thing. That's why I well, watched Josh it. Josh was really into Jan Silent Bob. And True story. Smith. True story. Well, I he saw himself a lot in Silent Bob. <laughs> now I've grown up. To Jay. Something that... <laughs> to Jay. Shut your face! <laughs> shut it! Alright, my number four. Say it with pride. Which one should I talk about first? That one. The one that I think is a better made movie or the one that I like more? The one I think is a better made movie. Oh, okay. Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> Ah. I love Edward I just watched that last week. <laughs> Anne would not take it. I don't it like that fair. movie. I don't ever want to see it again. I was literally gifted to it as a present, and I gave it away. Don't worry, our copy is here. I got it for Josh. So why do you hate it? I just it's creepy. I don't like it. I don't. But like it's not concept. his fault. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> It's his fault. I just don't want any part of it. Did it give you anxiety that he was going to cut things? Yeah. yeah no, I'm that's kind of the great part of it. I don't like sharp things. I don't like... Okay. I, well, I think... I feel like just with Edward Scissorhands, this is one of those things of, like, the my monster boyfriend where, like, I don't know, girls are in love with things that could kill them easily and mm, quickly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's just, like, kind of, like, probably one of the more gentler involvements of it with Edward Scissorhands because he's just such a nice guy and you just... You don't want them to be mean to him and... You just feel so bad for him. And Winona Ryder's not a character, but like. <laughs> <laughs> but she's there. But she is there and she's blonde. But Edward Scissorhands, you just want to go give him a hug. Carefully. Oh, he just has to hold his hands out. Because she says, touch me. And he says, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> or hold me. And he says, hold, she says, hold me. He's like, I can't. I've yet to rewatch it since you got it for me, but I'm excited. To wow, Josh, you could have done it for this list. This is not. I didn't think th- of it, but yeah, this it, isn't yeah. a traditional one. But this, like, is like, yeah. uh, like Tim Burton himself is like a teenage, like, love Still cure. Today. Yeah, yeah, and like everyone's just like, let's go to Hot Topic and get ourselves some Jack Skellington stuff because Tim Burton is twisted. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he's, he's what? He's, he's twisted. <laughs> Josh, I figured something out. What'd you figure out? That's totally unrelated to anything. That's fine. Go I was for thinking it. about Jim Carrey, right? Okay. And I was like, Jim Carrey yeah, is the past Jared Leto as being the most annoying person in all of cinema. Yeah. Probably true. Yeah. <gasps> like, man, Jared Leto, Leto, whatever. Leto. 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 Sure, we'll go with that. Leto. 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 It's just Jared, Leto. Leto. It's French. Annoying. Leto. Annoying. Really liked him as a younger actor, but All right, everyone. So Josh, what's your number four? Uh, Those are my thoughts on Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> that Jim Carrey was used to be Jared Leto. <laughs> Still could be. I watched that Sonic the Hedgehog trailer and I was like, ooh, did the director try to stop you when you just flat out refused? Or is this the choice he had? Is this going to be another one of those movies where you're like, I'm really glad that Jim Carrey is a method actor because like, I want to see him get into the part of the Eggman. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number four is my uh, screen replacement, so to speak, um, because I felt like when we were talking about 90s teen movies... When we're talking about 90s teen movies, uh, horror was a genre that 
was really big. What? Was really prominent in the eighties. Was really prominent in the eighties, and then continued on into the nineties, and I think became. There's lots of different ways to look at horror, teen horror in there, but it became popular in the aftermath of Scream itself, which was really popular. And so, well, that's because before Scream, it was just like this barricade of sequels, and there was like Hellraiser four and like Poltergeist, like Psycho seventeen, and well, we were all like, just like, "What are we doing?" Yeah, and I feel like what happened with Scream was that they realized like how good it was, the, the genre was when we were doing stuff like. Halloween and Nightmare on Elm Street mm-hmm. and stuff along those lines. Um, and so Kevin Williamson, uh, who wrote Scream, uh, comes out with another screenplay. It's not I Know What You Did Last Summer. It's not even I Still Know What You Did Last Summer. It's a movie called The Faculty. Okay, see, um, <laughs> I didn't think you would have I Know What You Did Last Summer because that is a bad film. Correct, yes. <laughs> Watched about 20 minutes of that sucker and said, nope, done with this. Uh, you uh, dropped it off the top of Nakatomi Tower. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but The Faculty is a movie that always in my brain, I think, I'm like, is The Faculty good? No. Like, uh, I'm going to disagree with you <laughs> on that one. Because uh, I went back and watched it and was like, this actually has value? I was enjoying it? And then I was like, wait a minute. And then I got to the directing credit and I was like, Robert Rodriguez directed this thing? Like, Desperado himself? He's here? I was actually excited because there's actually some, there's a lot of value to this movie. So, it's basically 90s teen invasion of the body snatchers. Mm -hmm. That's what the movie is. Uh, There are aliens that come and infest this high school and... Um, the high school, which is full of, like, lots of everybody under the sun as teachers. We've got uh, John Stewart's there. We've got some Hayek is there. Robert Patrick is there. Um, there and then the, like, cast itself has Josh Hartnett, Elijah Wood, um, Jordana Brewster not driving a car. Very exciting. <laughs> uh, um, oh, man. Usher. Usher makes an appearance. This is the first, like, here we go. Usher's going to be here. Did you get through She's All That? No. Oh, okay. Of course not. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they were like, look at Rachel. Is it Rachel Lee Cook? Yeah. Look how unattractive she is. And I was like, what do you mean? (laughs) She's got good, good, good glasses. (laughs) So they do the opposite of that in in the faculty where when Georgiana Booster comes in after, like, she's had a hard night, she's wearing glasses and everyone was like oh did you just not dress up today so like, you guys it's Jordana Brewster with glasses stop it like huh. hideous but no, the movie is a lot of fun and to watch this band of uh high school students which yes is the like the jock the geek the loner mm-hmm. the loser the like all of the things that you will be in your high school stereotypes but just the way that they go about presenting these characters and how the mystery unravels and how the invasion of the body snatchers story plays out and how much like Scream it is very self-referential like it's aware that it's a movie that lives in a universe with Invasion of the Body Snatchers because it references references it in its plot um it's just a lot of fun and you could do worse than just sitting down and watch The Faculty which is I think a movie that is kind of forgotten in a lot of ways so yeah a terrible CGI creature some at some point in this movie it's bad it doesn't hold up but you know it's fine it's still a good time yeah so The Faculty watching it this morning <laughs> i've never even heard of this film <laughs> don't worry to rent it on um on voodoo was 3.99 and to buy it was 
four ninety nine. Mm. So we now have a digital copy. You can watch it whenever you want. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. I just like the scene where the coach is standing in the field with the sprinklers. Oh, that's a good scene. It's and good. you're like, what's happening? Yes, and because Elijah Wood's like, what's happening? <laughs> it's good, Robert Patrick. Like he's he's solid. Like Robert Patrick. Yeah. The love of my life. <laughs> have you seen this boy? Have you seen this boy? Have you seen this point? <laughs> he didn't understand. Josh didn't understand what that reference was in Wayne's World. Sorry. I might. I leaked it. Oh my gosh. I never put two and two together until like last week. I know. I was so uh, proud of myself. <laughs> and number yes. three. Oh, my number three is Crybaby. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I love this movie. <laughs> it's so campy. I like it. I like campy. I like John Waters. It's fun. I like Is the it music. John Waters movie? Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. yeah, yeah. I like it. I like this movie. It's fun. That's all I have to say. It's fun. It's like a grease ripoff, right? See, we reference it at home only with you know, when someone's upset, we're like, Did you wanna get it? I know tattoo? it's so funny. <laughs> it's well, just it's hilarious. No. Yeah. I just think it's funny. I like the the melodrama of it. There was a summer in, I want to say it was between junior and senior year, where my friends and I decided that we were going to go to Blockbuster and rent every Johnny Depp movie. And like, this is what we're going to do over the summer, is just watch every Johnny Depp movie. And so that, this is the summer that I've seen Crybaby, and it, we had decided, I think, so that the worst Johnny Depp movie. Oh, it's my favorite Johnny Depp yeah, movie. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Pirates of the Caribbean is pretty good. Yeah. One. One. The Christmas one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we don't need to talk about the other ones. No. They could have um, stopped. Yeah. They should have. They really should have. Really yeah. Just um, imagine if that was all there was. We would have wanted more. It's, you know, it's true. It is true. would not have. I would have. It's good. <laughs> they just should have done better. Listen, when him and Orlando Bloom are running on, like, skulls in a circle, I'm just done. My least favorite Johnny Depp film. He's not the main character. Is that okay? Does yeah. he have to be the main is character? It Would it be gray on Box Office Mojo? Is it Chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Tusk. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay, Welcome right. to the fold, everyone. All right, listen. Crybaby may not be there anymore. <laughs> he has done many things since the summer of 2002. Mordecai. <laughs> oh, the wrong diary. Yes, yeah, okay. Good job, Crybaby. Maybe not in the bottom five anymore. Oh, Tusk. I forgot that movie existed. I couldn't get to that one. Uh, and that he was a big enough part to... Yeah, like, that's a Johnny Depp movie. Also a Justin Long movie. That's a walrus movie. <laughs> hey, Brooke. Yes. You want to tell us your number three? My number three, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Yes! You're doing great at this. I don't know why you're like, I don't have teen films. You've been doing, well, you've been doing gangbusters But here. I feel like some of them, it's like they're, you know, trying to be adults. and. That's okay. That was like yeah. the thing I loved Cruel about. intentions. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. But I'm really excited. My plan of like leaving a blank spot and letting you guys fill it in and just seeing what's left is working out real well. <laughs> All right, keep going. <laughs> well, so I watched it last week. Um, made I, I feel like it's my duty to expose Hannah to some of these yes, films absolutely, that I'm like, yeah. you have to watch this and, and see why I love it. And then I kind of watch it and think, 
she doesn't love this at all. She doesn't get it because she doesn't understand, you know, different, different times. But I always remember watching that movie and thinking, I wish I was fashionable. I was not fashionable. That's all. Oh. Yeah. She, Wait, like the Christina Applegate fashion? Yeah. Movie? Like she could just take crap and make it look good. Yeah. I don't know. Back then, I mean, yeah, now absolutely. you look at it, it's like uh, you know. now it's coming back in fashion. Yeah, like because the kids just dressed like the nineties. Like it's like there's overalls everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I I haven't watched this movie in a long time, but I remember really loving it and like thinking it was hilarious and like yeah, I am on board. Yeah. Go tell mom and babysitter said. I've also never heard of this movie. <gasps> Seriously? It's a no. solid movie. Oh my yeah. gosh, the dishes are done. Like that's it's <laughs> it's. It, okay, so if you've never seen it, wh- okay, who's the character? Because I'm not good with names. Oh, I don't know if I remember. Um, it sure is getting dark in here. <laughs> wait, wait. Are you gonna tell? I thought you were gonna turn on the flashlight. <laughs> I got this. Uh, we could open the window back up. We just closed it because of sunshine. So yeah. it, he's he, at some point. The, the stoner brother has to do the dishes. He's told, please do the dishes. Well, his version of doing the dishes is... Did they use a shotgun? I think so. And they went out on the roof and they, they were doing... They were like, like yeah. yeah. Did not do it. And so yeah. then at the end, the dishes are done, man. Oh, this movie also has a terrible Metacritic score. Metacritic, you're so mean today. <laughs> hey. Yeah, what's up? My number three. Your number three. My number three is a film... I don't know if it was four teens. Okay. <laughs> However, it barely squeaks in, and that is Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Yeah! 1991! Because <laughs> I couldn't count any of the first three Karate Kids, <laughs> or the first Bill and Ted, or films. <laughs> or films that, that I like. <laughs> my number three is uh, The Sound of Music in <laughs> um, <Yeah>, 1965. <laughs> I just want you to go rogue one day and be like, nope, I made this list. Whatever. You know, where can we go after we've traveled through time? Well, let me tell you all. We go through hell, through heaven, and we defeat the evil robots in order to save the princess babes. But we get a Martian to help us do it. Yeah. The more that I talk about this plot, the more that it's just, it makes more and more sense. We got... You have everything. You have it. This this film feels like a sneeze. Like it just feels like whatever hit the whatever hit the wall. We just went with it because we got evil robots. Is we this got, the movie with the phone booth? See, no. <laughs> the phone booth is the first one. Oh, okay. But yeah. I haven't seen. You're any. you're in the same series. Okay, but like we're done with the phone booth at this point. Okay, we're done with time travel. Well, I mean, like there is a phone booth. But it's not used by our titular characters. It's used by Rupert and the bad guy. Rufus. Yeah. <laughs> not Rupert. That's like the one and only detail I remember about any of those movies is well, a phone booth. Well, do you want to come on when they do the third one? Hmm. I'll have to think about that. <laughs> I'm not sure if I want to dedicate any time to those. No, you just have to watch the third one. I wouldn't have to watch the no. four ones? No. Probably not. <laughs> okay. Okay, fine. Sign me up. Absolutely not. Just go in with ignorance. I mean, oh, like when I watched The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, <laughs> like when Josh went, watched Detective Pikachu. <laughs> yeah. Was it good? Yeah, I enjoyed it. 
I'm willing to pay that to go enjoy I it. I want to see it. Yeah. It was and more. Fa- not willing to pay money to go see oh, it. There you go. It was yeah. more fantastic than Fantastic Beasts to the Crime of Grindelwald. Was it really? Oh yeah. Oh, oh wow. God. Crimes of Grindelwald. It was really kind of a snooze fest. His crimes are many, and it has very little to do with the plot of that movie. Well, yeah. I'll tell you something. His crimes. Hardly in that film. <laughs> I was like, here we go. We're going to commit crimes. And like, he just holds a rally. It's the crime of boredom. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, he doesn't actually do anything wrong in that movie. They're just after him. But aren't we all? They've alleged oh, that he, he's done he, stuff okay, in the m- past. Murder, murder is one of his crimes. Does that he happens. actually do it in yeah, the movie? Yeah, he kills though? some people in oh, that movie. Oh, there's that baby he well, <laughs> I mean, he doesn't. Uh, listen, he just Charles Manson's that moment. He, but in the carriage ride, he kills some people. Yeah. Okay. Hashtag. Oh. He's kind of mean to some animals, you know. Hmm. Remember when we were watching movies about beasts? Yeah. Fantastic Beasts. I remember that one movie. <laughs> yeah. And, and Colin Farrell was there. Oh, good especially, time. Especially, yeah. especially not Johnny Depp. You know what they could have done? They could have just been like. Oh, there was a spell and no one recognized him, but yeah. we could have kept him as yeah. That's the oh, yeah. beauty of magic, yeah. is that you can just, like, yeah. crack your way through it. So, Bogus Journey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's it's excellent. Bear Station! Station! Um, I'm going to say that I have a feeling Bogus Journey is going to make a list, it's like an episode on its own this time, soon enough. Why? Well, because we're going to do three, and we're going to pair it with one and two. Oh, okay. Yeah. I so. thought you were saying robots, and I was like, they're only honorable mentions, Josh. Oh. <laughs> I might have to redo my robot list. You might have to redo your robots list. Okay. Did you look at my robots list? No, I didn't. It's on Letterboxd. I see that. I never looked at it, though. <laughs> I have something that's maybe not a robot on that. I'm pretty sure I did my list wrong. We'll talk about that tomorrow. No worries. Oh, and also, How listeners... How do you do a robot list wrong? You also, just... they will have heard this robot episode a month ago at this point. Hey, that's fine. They love our banter. <laughs> we went a little bit crazy this episode. Yeah, it's fine. It's all good. There's lots of us here. It's okay, yeah. Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Like, it's cool. We're having fun, everyone. It's good. I, uh, n- not a new take, but I like two better than one. So maybe it's worth watching. Yeah, absolutely. If I wasn't interested in the first one. Oh, do I the Bill and Ted franchise is ridiculous and bonkers, but two, it like is surreal. Like it just goes in full nutso land. Which is what we need the third yeah. one to do. Yeah. Okay. Third one can't be trying to break any like I don't know uh, new grot. Can kids watch it? Mm, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Your kids? All right. I think we're at my number three. I think we're here. We've <laughs> got here. This was the spot that I had decided that I was just going to let y'all see what you brought up at this point and then pick the Have I helped you out at all? You have not helped me so much. my number one? You have there. I Specifically, your slot is, I'm not going to do that one because I think it's your number one. Okay. Yeah. Um, no worries. We'll talk about the blue shirt later. Um, and then I'm pretty sure, so I have down to two. I'm going to go with Pleasantville. I think Pleasantville is going to be my number three. It's just a real pleasant type of movie. What's up? What's Ky- What's up, Kylie? Ooh, that's a face. <laughs> I guess I'm just not a child, so I don't <laughs> look at that film as being like some groundbreaking thing. I don't think it's groundbreaking oh, no. at all. But it's fun. Yeah. Um, I feel like... Okay, so I didn't think Pleasantville was going to make my list, and probably in other days in life, Pleasantville probably shouldn't make my list, but I enjoyed watching it enough to get it here. 
Um, and I think that it is a little, you're not wrong. It is a little juvenile. It's themes that it deals with are very much, I think if you're watching that movie as a teenager or as somebody in high school and you're kind of trying to start to grapple with some of the ideas that like maybe your world isn't completely pleasant, so to speak, and that there can be areas of, um gray so to speak to just continue the metaphor then then it works in that level does it work as like a really awesome commentary on racism no like it's really kind of juvenile in that sense like doesn't do there but like as this idea of like an introductory lesson like and like oppression 101 like, world, it's, world war Two yeah. 101 <laughs> yeah. sorry jerry signed out <laughs> yeah there you go yes <laughs> Like, in this idea that, like, oh, we should acceptance here, and just this idea, sure, it's safe because it's just a bunch of white folk doing their bunch of white folk thing, and, like, that's a true story, but I don't know, it just, Tobey Maguire, weirdly enough, works in this movie in so many ways, like, this is the because perfect Because he is part. a 50s boy, yes, no, yes, absolutely, like, it's the perfect part for him, and, like, Reese Witherspoon's solid in the movie, in terms of, like, representing the 90s and what, like, the 90s need to learn from the 50s and what the 50s... And then Toby's with the 50s need to learn from the 90s. And it's just... I don't know. It's pleasant. Like, it's really not much more than that, but I enjoyed rewatching it, and it was fun. It was fine. I don't think it's groundbreaking. I don't think it's... I don't think... I think it thinks it's more... It's smarter than what it is or things like that. I, the weird thing is, is, like, Pleasantville was an Oscar play. That ended up being like hitting home for teenagers because that's the level of like thought that it has. So yeah, Pleasant Bill is my number three. It's a cute movie. I didn't really feel like talking about Dazed and Confused. I, I respect that movie. I don't know if I love that movie. There's, there's my hot take on Dazed and Confused. <laughs> you told me I should watch that one over the Romeo and Juliet one. I think you would enjoy it more. And that seems fair. Well, you don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> No, but also, like, I would say that... Now you have to watch both and tell us which one you Oh, yeah, because his experience the first time around went so good. No, but, like, Dazed and Confused is probably, like, the best movie that's not going to... I don't think Dazed and Confused is going to end up on anybody's list. And it's probably the best movie that we're not going to talk about that fits this genre because it is a 90s teen movie, um, though it's based in the 70s. Like, it's a very well-made film. Linklater does exactly what he wants to do with that movie, and he creates this beautiful tonal world, and the shot, the compositions, the the story that he's telling, it's essentially the, like, zenith of this. But, like, I watch that movie, and I'm like, I don't want to live in this world. Like, being with these characters is not fun for me. I don't want to watch a bunch of dudes, specifically pretty misogynistic dudes, just bum around beating up people while everybody else is drinking and having a good time. And then it's just not what I want to watch. But it's probably the most technically well-made movie out of all of the bunch that we're talking about today. So that's why like, my review is like, yeah, it's like living in hell for two hours. Strangely enough, they do the same exact things and everybody wants them. But yes. I love that movie. But it's... it's in Everybody Wants Some, which I will not say is a better movie than Days and Confused. Days and Confused is a better movie than Everybody Wants Some, but I like watching Everybody Wants Some more because there's 15 the characters years in are between. Palpable. The characters are more palpable. And and so that's something that's really... It, it, it makes it better to watch, at least on my end, as I want to spend time with those characters. But that being said, I think based on the thing, type of movies that you enjoy... Yeah! <laughs> I don't think you're going to 
gonna like the characters, but I think you would enjoy watching Dazed and Confused as like a legit good movie. Do they get their comeuppance? No, I'm not interested. It's it's definitely a slice of life day in the life. Uh, There's no real plot, uh, but I enjoy the performances. Okay, everyone. Mine was Anne. What's your number two? One, uh, two, two. My number two is Ten Things I Hate About You. See, this one was on my list, and then it wasn't streaming anywhere, and I was like, well, I already have to pay for Clueless. Oh, <laughs> you could have just got my Voodoo password. He's just giving That's it what out. I, to do. <laughs> I, I have not given it to you before? I couldn't log in, oh. so I gave up on okay. the whole of Endeavor. <laughs> yeah, cause, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, well, yeah, anyways, I love 10 Things I Hate About You. When high school, we used to get together with a bunch of people on Friday nights and watch it in some someone's basement, and then we'd hang out. I don't know where you were, Kylie. It was not with know. Kylie. Yeah, yeah. She was supposed to be like, wow. "Oh, ten things saved." Kylie's not here. Hmm. Oh, Kylie will go watch The Conjuring alone in theaters, and we'll watch. <laughs> <laughs> we'll watch ten things I hate about you without her. <laughs> She's him. <laughs> Listen, it's a different group of people. You had more than one group of friends? I actually got a lot of friends. I just thought we were friends. We were friends. I just, You're my best friend. You've never invited me over to watch it now. I didn't think you'd like it because you didn't like Clueless. Did, Ten Things is a more palatable movie than Clueless. <laughs> That's probably fair. It's yeah. a much better movie and Heath Ledger is great. Oh, better. <laughs> it's probably a better movie. Uh, like, I, I love both of them. Uh, yeah. Plus they're in Seattle. They mm-hmm. are in Seattle, yeah. Oh. But that doesn't yeah, affect no. me in any way. <laughs> we may or may not be getting back to 10 things I hit about yeah. you soon, so yeah. I'm just going to skip on by my, my turn to talk here. Well, that's actually my number two also. Oh, sweet. So, <laughs> I love okay, that Okay, fine. Then I will also make it my number two. That way <laughs> that we can all just talk about 10 things I hit about you. No, guess what, guys? It, it was it my is, number one. It's but, also yes. my number two. No, sorry. <laughs> two i was like my number two will make someone else's list and now i just don't feel like that's about to happen listen you never know it's like really worrisome i have a new number one it's a brand new world it could be this one it I, probably is I, I, I don't know. um it's not a, like listen I if i can't me. have screen clueless and good burger the, the the 10 things and my new number one are the ones that were going to be there okay uh go talk about 10 things over there um well, I didn't even know it was Shakespeare until, you know, <laughs> later, if you want to call it that. Yeah, I think because I related more to the, like, the, the ditzy sister. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of wanted to be her uh, on the level of, you know, she was cute and fun and that little piece that I liked. I didn't like... Bianca? Bianca. Yeah. But then I just... But then I also wanted to be the older sister because she was so strong and I was not a strong yeah. person. That she knew needed. who she was. Really nice, and yeah. it was it was so strange because I'd never really known anyone like that and I definitely was not like that. And yeah. so I like gravitated towards like, oh my gosh, she's kind of amazing. What I've always really loved about 10 Things I Hit About You is that it's got so much in it and there are so many layers to it because like you have that experience and then so me in 99 watching this movie, getting ready to go into high school, 
I was like, I I, I was the Joseph Gordon-Levitt, <laughs> and I really wanted to be the Heath Ledger. Uh-huh, like, uh-huh. and that's I think that like kind of what's really nice about it is there is all of those different characters that you can see yourself in, and like that are just. It's such a fun movie, and it's it's one of those things where yes, I love the like again theater kid. I was like, oh yes, it's Taming of the Shrew. Uh-huh. I know what we're yeah. doing here. I know yeah. what we're gonna do. And even like, oh, her name's Cat, and it's Catherine. Ah, oh, like uh, references. <laughs> um, you're, you're a gem. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for using gem. I understand. <laughs> I figured it out. <laughs> It's like me watching Primer. Guys, I know! I know how it all works! We have the 10 things I hate about you memory together. Yeah, we watched the TV yeah, show. You're the only person who I've ever watched that TV show with. I'm pretty sure we're the only two people that have ever seen it. It was just you and I. Yeah. No one else was there for I've always just assumed that if you two ever end up doing an episode by yourselves, it would just be about the 10 things TV show. No, it'd be so. about Constantine. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. The only thing I remember about the TV oh. show is that the, the guy that played the Heath Ledger character was Cary Grant's grandson. Yeah, he was Peck's hot. Grandson? Gregory Pett, sorry. Yeah. He was hot. Yeah. He was, he was. something I watched recently. Yeah. Don't remember what nope. it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was good, good content right there. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Super helpful. <laughs> no, because you were like, oh. Yeah, that's a weird thing because, like, uh, there's a podcast I listen to. We'll always refer him as, refer him as, refer to him as Gregory Peck's grandson, and they never say his name. <laughs> I do not know his name. No, because we were watching something, and you were like, oh, this kid is the kid that's the this character in 10 Things I Hate About You TV show. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Gregory Peck's grandson. Is it Ethan Peck? That sure. sounds right. <laughs> I'll believe that. Uh, yeah, Constantine, He's he plays a character called Constantine in In Time. He's in The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Uh, oh, he was in that 70s show. That's right. We were watching that 70s show. Because he's and he Kelso at Kelso. 13. There oh you go. Yep. <laughs> Ethan Peck. Now, when you listen to that podcast, you can be like, his name's Ethan. Ethan. Yep. There you go. Passport to Paris, starring Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. I've seen that movie in my Spanish class in French, because that's what my teacher showed. <laughs> Good job, Miss Sanchez. Good job. Okay, my number two. Wait, we haven't talked about ten things I hate about you enough. Okay, yet, well, okay? you talk about it. <laughs> I think I, I feel like we've talked about it a lot. Fine, alright, fine. No, 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 no. Well, you know, I have a fun fact. You guys will yes. talk about it. Yeah. I, this was brought up watching Parks and Rec. Uh huh. At the Unity concert, the band that plays is the band who's playing on the roof. Top letters of the to school. Cleo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like this whole weird like childhood meets adulthood. One of my first like road trip things I did was a group of friends and I got together like once I got my license and we went to find the high school because we knew it was in Tacoma. Uh-huh. So we went to Tacoma for a day just to find the high school. And you found it? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, yeah they do public tours. Yeah. Okay. And they also do movie nights. Really? Yeah. Is that the only movie they show? Did you know <laughs> that that shot on top of the high school was not approved? Uh-huh. And the, I think it was the director like, no, you're not going to do that. And then she was like, just go for it. And then they, <laughs> they, they, because they couldn't, I think it was something about the aerial shot. Like they didn't want to risk the camera or right. I don't know. But, nice. That's awesome. And she said it was a little terrifying because they were so, yeah, the landing and whatever yeah it's just one of those movies that you put it on and it's very enjoyable to just sit and be these characters be in the world i love um 
Larry Miller is the dad. He's right? so great. Um, I kind of relate to him a little bit now. Yeah, right? Like, yeah. you're ridiculous when I watch it as a teenager, but now as a parent, I'm like, well, I mean, what he says is true. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's so, it's so, it's a good time. It's well performed, it's well acted. Um, yeah, I enjoyed 10 things. All right. There we go. I, th- I thought 10 things would be in the penalty box, actually, and it's not. Apparently, I haven't brought it up before. So. I don't think we've ever talked about it. Yeah, there you go. I feel like we talked about it all the time. Yeah, this is why I thought it was in there, because, like, it's just, it's again, it's a movie that's in my top 100, so, yeah. I love the band scene. When he oh, yeah. steals the microphone to sing to her. That's that scene. The scene where he's um just two guys Uh-huh. Can't yep. take my eyes off of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that is just that is mm-hmm. the scene that like I remember vividly seeing that movie scene and being like, I need to come watch this movie again. So I watch that scene over mm-hmm. and over and over again. It's just the way yeah, the way that, that is filmed and shot and oh so good. <laughs> I love 10 things. Um, well, could you... I And I always pictured, like, I couldn't even imagine if somebody did that for me. Like, it's the ultimate... It's, it's like, super cheesy, but just... Just enough. Yeah. Like... Oh, I was also really bummed when I found out that at Gasworks Park, you can't... There's not, no like, a paintball, paintball thing. No paintball. Oh, no. I was so sad. Like, I wanted that to be true. Sounds like horror story. <laughs> <laughs> like, when people say happy birthday to me, I almost start crying. Like... I can't handle this. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, no. It's good times. But that movie also like is probably one of the reasons why I love Seattle as much. Like obviously it's because it's a big city of my state, but like just watching that movie be on screen, I thought it was really fun. Yeah. Alright, I think I think we're good with ten things I hit about you for this moment. Number two is ever after. No, number nice. two is ever after? Is that what you said? Yeah. Nice. I love that love. movie. Great yeah, movie. It's a great movie. Solid movie. It's a classic love story. In the 90s, like, we're trying to, like, deal with things. Like, sometimes we're successful and sometimes we're not. But I think that's something that Ever After kind of starts to bring up, which is interesting for that time, is this idea of privilege and how the people who are privileged have a responsibility to... uh, They have their own responsibilities that they have to be behoven to. Like, she brings up this really good point to him because he's like... Ugh, I have to rule a kingdom and it's stupid. And she's just like, yeah, well, you have this life of privilege, so you got some responsibilities to deal with that life of privilege. And, like, I think that Doug Ray Scott is just cute and how he tries to fix racism by inviting the gypsies to the ball. And, you know, we, we fixed racism. We grin booked it. Um... <laughs> Well, if this would if this would have green booked it, then we wouldn't have to have green book. Uh, I I don't mean to be so snide in that, but I, I actually think that this brings up good points, and I think that it's a version of Cinderella where there are the art. I have seen the animated film exactly one time, and I have not seen Kenneth Branagh's masterpiece. In terms of updating, it falls below Ever After, but above the OG Cinderella. Um, and there's always, like, this argument of back and forth, but I always find that Cinderella, having not seen the other one so I don't have both sides of the argument, I feel like Ever After is a good version of that, where it's like, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna try some things, we're gonna make a girl, we're gonna have a character, she's gonna have motivations and strength and power and and, like, self-actualization. She has more self-actualization than Airbud ever does, so it's just... (laughs) Maybe, maybe not the best comparison <laughs> point there. No, Josh, that is my thing. That is my thing. That if your female character has left 
self-actualization than Airbud. Fair. Like, is not a good character. Is it's the Galisher test? That's the Kylie test. <laughs> Test. The Airbud test. Yes, there you go. No, the Gal Archer test is something different. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know that. <laughs> I wasn't saying that. I said Galisher. Ever After is an honorable mention for me. I really enjoyed <sighs> this movie. Um, it's it's solid. Uh, I I all the things you brought up are there as well, and Drew Barrymore is wonderful. Angelica Houston makes a wonderful wicked stepmother. Oh yeah. yeah, she's so mean. How could you ever love a pebble in your shoe? Oh, 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 I'm gonna start using that. I love the sister that turns at the end. Yeah, yeah. Melanie nice Linsky. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, who's also in But I'm a Cheerleader. Maybe I just really like Melanie Linsky. Maybe you do. She's such an underrated actress. She is really good. She's in the Elijah Wood with her and Elijah Wood and that really long title movie that feel, we did. I don't feel like I don't feel at home in this world anymore. Yes, she's really good in that movie too. She I like the, is it Leonardo da Vinci that's in it? Yeah. yeah. I will always go down in history as the man who opened a door. <laughs> no, that's the, that's not Leonardo da Vinci. It's, it's the, it's the worker, the servant that she saves at the, at the beginning. From the cart? Mm-hmm. Prison cart? Yeah. The slave cart? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That frees her at the end? Mm-hmm. I thought it was the... Nah, Leonardo's not doing anything. Just losing some drawings. He's making some wings. Yeah. They have a character here called Pierre Le Pew. In yeah, what? he's the gross guy. In Ever After. Yeah. Oh. oh, the bald guy. Yeah, he's the, the rat face. Oh, the the, the Timothy Olyphant from Missing Link uh, guy. Uh, Toby Jones is in this movie. He is. He plays a creeper. Royal Page. Yeah, and he's like, hey, Angelica Houston, after this is all done, you and I, we can, like, Can't hurt you. It's not a ghost. <laughs> Rude. Patrick Gar- Godfrey plays Leonardo da Vinci. This is what I was looking up. I don't know who Patrick Godfrey is. So I was just let's see if I can figure it out. Well, we're all waiting on you now. Uh, my number two is ten things I hate about you. Moving on. Oh, number one. Yeah. My number one's Cruel Intentions. The pusher. I literally watch this movie on repeat often. Yeah, you do. I do. Like, yeah. I'll watch it, then I'll watch it again. There's two movies that I will literally watch on repeat. It's Cruel Intentions and Star Wars um, mm. The Last Jedi. Yep. Yeah. Uh, funny thing is, not so funny. Um, yeah, so the first time I watched Cruel Intentions, I went in thinking it was a comedy. <laughs> and um, all the way through, I thought the movie was a comedy all the way through. And then he got hit by a car, and then he didn't Spoilers, live. Spoilers, everyone. Yeah. He didn't live, and then I was like, is this a comedy? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so, um, but I do love this movie. Mm-hmm. I, really I love that movie, it. too. Yeah. It's it's good. Um, I don't. Well, I don't know if it's good. But I, no, I, I was it. gonna say that's it's very dramatic. If you want to cry and get drama. sucked in yeah. and, and have a good cry at the end, it's over the top. It's mm-hmm. campy. It's it is a melodrama in all those sense. It, but it's got some quality to it that just makes it fun. And I think for me, and this is probably like something that I'm like, that's not the best movie in the world. But I laugh at the movie, and I'm not supposed to laugh at the movie. But it's good times. Like when Kyle and I watched it together. On the big screen, it was great times. And we were the only people in theaters. It was solid. Because uh, some reason, um, Fairchild opened it up for like a week. And it was like in the middle 15th of the day. anniversary. Yeah, 15th. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so we watched it in the middle of the day on a Tuesday once. 
Yeah, that's good times. Five dollars. Yeah. Um, guys, there's this epic blue shirt at the end of this movie, which like defines so many things. So with Ryan Phillippe, he's there, and at the top of the escalator, you just see him standing in the blue shirt. It's pretty momentous. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I really like Reese Witherspoon in this movie. Reese is great. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar trying to not be Buffy. Trying right. real <laughs> hard to not be Buffy. Um, uh, I, I, Selma Blair is in it. <laughs> yeah. She is on screen. Those yeah. are some nice things I can say about her yeah, performance. Yeah, not it's not good. No. At all. Piece like, of the puzzle. Board. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, early Christine Baranski performance uh-huh. as, as the mom. Selma Blair's mom. Yeah. Kylie, Kylie, what are your what are your thoughts on Cruel Intentions? That's one that you've seen. Yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I was very off board with every moment of it. Yeah, but we have to talk through the whole thing. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm glad you showed up. <laughs> I was never not gonna show up. I was just a little late. You're just a little late. It's okay. Yeah. You missed like the 20 minute music video intro. Yeah, great. Oh, I don't know. It's just like it's such a headache. <laughs> <laughs> These characters are just so annoying and manipulative, and I don't care that he dies. I'm pretty glad. We have one less on the world, Earth. Not teenagers, but bad people. One less. And then, like, she gets her comeuppance, which is good. In the 90s film that finally gives someone their comeuppance. I was pretty on board with that moment, but, like, I don't know. It is very satisfying when Sarah Michelle Gellar gets hers. Yeah, I was hoping, like, end. it was yeah. going to be worse. Like, we were going to crucify her or something, but it didn't happen. No. But couldn't that have all happened and he lived still? I feel like he was turning it around. It's too late. I feel like very neutral on the fact of whether or not he lived. Like he could have lived, he could have died. Uh, he'd done enough things in this in this theoretically moralistic dra- melodrama that he had to die. Okay, I don't understand why Reese Witherspoon gets his car in the end though. They're like high school dating. Like Maybe why she did... stole it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Why does she get his car? She's just like, this is mine now. It's a cool car. Yeah. It is, but I, this has always bothered me. Uh, maybe, who knows, maybe one, the only thing in his will, he's like, give my car to Reese. Probably didn't mm-hmm. have a will. What? Shocking. This teenager? But, it, it, I mean, they're rich, so she was probably That's like, That's the only thing that doesn't car? make sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, there are plenty of things that don't make sense in this movie. <laughs> this is the one that, and this is her version of how did the coffee mug get back to Oh, Cher. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Close the <laughs> Yeah. He was probably like, oh, Cher has all the money in the world. She won't need this coffee cup back. But and that's he an assumption. And I don't think that Wallace Shawn would make that assumption. Listen, Wallace Shawn apparently is not a moral teacher because what? his students pass because he is in a better mood, not due to their work ethic. Well, I mean... And therefore, I do not care <laughs> for him as a person. You are fa- Wallace Shawn is the reason why this country is falling. <laughs> I don't want to say it's him alone. Listen, maybe he's just being, like, maybe he's just, like, taking them for what they are. He's really trying to help them more now. Maybe because he's a happier person, he's being better at his lesson plans and better at teaching. You know, like, he's... She uh, gets up there and still gives the worst argument ever! But, like, maybe... And he's still, like... Maybe that's the best she can do. I like that girl who's like, are you guys kidding me? Don't like Amber. Amber. Don't no, like Amber. No. <laughs> no, when she's like, what if these, what if these, do, doesn't make any sense. I'm like, you're right, it doesn't. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. But she's also like, oh, she didn't 
do the assignment, so clearly I can't do mine. Well, her job was to rebut Cher's argument, and Cher didn't have an argument. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Amber! Amber! No, don't Amber! Amber! No, 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 no. <laughs> she just seems like a... There's also a Clueless TV show. There is a Clueless TV show. There's also a Bill and Ted animated series and a serial. There's a serial. That's what matters. Whatever those... What's that channel? Good Mythical Morning? They ate some of the cereal. Yeah, it looks super sketchy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, because it's like the 20-year-old cereal that they got off eBay. Oh, I wouldn't eat it. No. Yeah, no, no. But maybe it's like Twinkies. You never know. Probably with all the preservatives. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep it in your fridge. Brooke, what's your number one? So, this is not a teenager movie. That's this okay. was like my number one go-to feel-good. You know, angsty teenage years, fighting with my boyfriend... Fighting with my parents, didn't get good grades, so I watched Ace Ventura all the time. Yeah, love it. All the time. Yeah. All the time. Quote it way too much, still, to this day. But, ridiculous. I know, I, I know that now. I look at it now and think, oh my gosh, it's, that's, it's not good. <laughs> In any sort of content, but it just made me laugh, and so then I felt better, so... And those movies are needed in the world. Like, yeah. well, we talked about, like, sometimes you just need to go watch a movie. Turn your brain off. Good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was one of my dad's favorite movies. He would watch it, like, we'd watch it all the time. Yeah. I watched it in the theater, yeah. and I remember my cousin and I, we sat, like, in the very, very front, because it was sold out, mm-hmm. and my mom was, you know, six, seven rows behind, and her laugh was the loudest laugh in the whole entire theater. I'll never forget it. She's so embarrassing. But it it's one of those things like our whole family we our whole family still watches it and quotes it to this day yeah. because it's just ours was um, anytime like we would like have to get into a tight parking space we'd be like mm, like a glove uh huh yes mm-hmm. that was one of those that yep. we put a lot mm-hmm. um I watched that movie anytime that was on TV but I don't think I could tell you very much about that like, I haven't seen it since well there I really isn't much about it I yeah. just remember like, there's like a dolphin. Mm-hmm. Dan Marino. Yeah, Dan Marino. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's also a dolphin. Yeah, there is. There's and a literal dolphin. He does this thing with his butt cheeks. This is the <laughs> highlights. Like, that's what I got. I watched this film for college. I mean, I will say that I have intentionally <laughs> not watched this film because I want to have some good memories. However, yeah. there's some pretty there's some pretty hardcore transphobia in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like it's just true story, and like there is a there is a character that is a trans character that is treated super poorly throughout this whole thing, and is the butt of many jokes. So like. It's one of the reasons why I'm like, I don't know if I want to revisit that movie because mm. I think I want to like keep some of those memories positive, but also like sure. be able to like know like no, I don't need this movie, mm-hmm. you know, as an adult at this mm-hmm. point. Um, my number, I don't know. My number one might not be a teen movie. I thought it was. The Parent Trap led me to believe it was a teen movie. Yeah. Like t- teens probably saw this, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Was it a '90s movie? Not the not not Parent Trap. Parent Trap is the reason why I thought this was a teens movie. Oh, it's okay. Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm you're looking oh, at me. Yeah. You're, yeah. Lo- what? you're looking at me like I'm insane. Well, so like Rose is like eighteen, technically. It's Rose and Jack are yeah, teenagers. teenagers. Yeah. And also, I think that like not only was it big throughout the world, but the reason why Titanic was 
the number one movie of all time was because teenagers in particular went back on that thing on repeat. Yeah, because they didn't have anything to do with their life. My thing about The Parent Trap made me believe it was because she has a picture of Leonardo DiCaprio. And she's like, oh, Annie, okay. you know who Leonardo DiCaprio uh, is? And I'm like, mm, Annie, yeah, Hallie's got you on this one because <laughs> that's the highest grossing movie of all time. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I just, uh, Titanic. Titanic, I thought, is, like, the answer. Like, it, I, like, it's I a good team movie. I didn't even movie. think of it. I it's didn't a even good think of it. <laughs> it's a good team movie. It made all the money in the world. It won an Oscar. Like, everyone's having a great time. We have it won an Oscar. It only won one. Just one. Like, I don't know, like... I know that there's the argument of like, well, I only like it for the sink shipping. And I'm like, get away, gross boys. But like, you know, like, you can enjoy the first part. You can enjoy the second part. You can be happy, having a great time. You can be sad. It has all the emotions that a teenager feels. This film is melodramatic because those people fall in love after like, I don't know, like, batting an eye at each other. (laughs) It's a Disney movie. Teens know it, kids know it, kids are like, why couldn't they fit on the door? And you're just like, go away, kid, why have you seen that movie? It's three hours. People have done science projects. I just it's I, true story. Yeah, it I, is. Like, I don't know, like I just thought Titanic was like, like on the list. Kylie, on the list, everyone. That wasn't there on the list, and I was like, is Titanic not a teen movie? Kylie, you won. I didn't even think about it. <laughs> I watched really that movie distraught. so many times. I had a bootleg copy when it all had like the you know editing things on the bottom uh-huh. because I love that movie so you, much. You could make you could change your number one. You could get on my my boat, but it's not gonna sink. Is there room on your door? There's room on my door. All right, I'll hop on. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye, Ace Ventura. Oh. <laughs> We're dropping you off in Nakatomi Tower. Kelly, you 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 neglected to mention. One of the best parts of that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not the end. Victor Garber is in this movie. Victor Garber oh, is amazing. Oh, but the ear. That's the first <laughs> thing that I noticed. That was the movie uh-huh. where you see that one ear is ten times larger than the other yeah. ear. Who's Victor Garber? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Kylie. He's the, okay, so he's the. Okay, from he's Alias? He's the lawyer teacher in Legally Blonde. Oh yeah, yeah. Because no, I've seen that as well. Titanic, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen Legally Blonde. He's one of the ship crew guys. He's one of the rich guys. Yeah. Oh, he's Thomas Andrews. Yeah, he's oh, one yeah. of the ship crew. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's not the captain, but he's like the engineer or Water, something. Fourteen feet above the keel and ten minutes and four. You know, in the seventies version of Godspell, he plays Jesus. Room. It's fine. Oh. He's also the original Anthony in five. Did no one watch Alias? No. I didn't. Okay. I mean, I didn't see all of it, but like, yeah. he's great on Alias also. His ear is out of control on um, that one, too. Flash as well. His ear. Um, Did we do an inquiry of the half Fortnite? No, I figured there was a lot of things going on. We'll okay. just skip it. I had a good one. What was it? Like, if, like, what would be your number one pick if it wasn't just the 90s? What, Kylie, what was your number one pick if it wasn't the 90s? I don't know. Those other breakfast clubs are at age of 17. Edge of 17. I was going to figure it out. Oh, that's good. I love that movie. I figure we, we'll come back to this list okay, at some point. Just, not not really, just 90s. Like, Josh, we had a really good conversation last night, Josh. We did. About how I hated my life. <laughs> <laughs> there is my been at least one time where she's like, the things I do for Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> 
reference to which film? <laughs> I mean, if it didn't have to be like teenagery type movies, Shawshank is one movie that I watched so much growing yeah. up. Yeah. But that's not a feel good movie. I mean, not we don't have to feel good. We're, we get to the it's end of Titanic. We justice feel, movie. We feel a little bit sad at the we end of Titanic. We get to the end of Titanic and we're like, oh, we're going back to present day? But then we, Aren't we done? But then we die and we go to Titanic heaven. <laughs> yeah. And you know who's not there? Billy Zane. But he didn't, he, yeah. yeah, we go to the future and Her. Brittany is getting the heart of the sea on the moon. Plunk. And still don't understand why she had to drop that. Because there's an alternate scene in which Bill Paxton shows up and she and they're like, "Hey, give it back!" And she's like, "No!" And they're like, "Give it back!" And she's like, "No!" And they're like, "Okay, fine, I'll give it to you." Because she's held and on to the Titanic boring. this entire time, but oh. now she's ready to let it go. It's yeah. a metaphor. I got yeah, it. Yeah, the, uh, the alternate scene is not great either. Like Bill Paxton's kind of a jerk about it. So oh. you know, yeah. and but like even Bill Paxton in the end, he feels pretty like good about things and like you also, know. Also, he's got a ship. Just go dive for it. Like, you're literally exploring Those the... Those scenes are a little too meta for me. I can't take it. Like, yeah, are you Bill doing Paxton James, is just Cameron? James Cameron? No, it was yeah. top. It was perfect. I no. loved it. I loved every minute. Like, like I was... I got this from the library, and, like, this was going to be the movie that I watched all of Saturday. Because, like, you got to take out a chunk. Yeah. And, like, I put it in, and, like, it wouldn't work, and I pulled it out, and the DVD has been scratched to no end. And I'm like... No! You should just borrow my copy, my giant copy. You weren't here. I'm here. And you're you there. Yeah, you literally could just go over there. I didn't want to. <laughs> it's fine. That was like really. But then it made me watch bad films. <laughs> hey, did you bring me the Coen Brothers movies? Oh shoot, dang! Well, you have another chance tomorrow. Yeah, I'll try to do it tomorrow. No, just do I it will. tomorrow. <laughs> your gift i know I, when you went back i was like yeah Cohen brother dvds i'm gonna watch true grit tonight i was gonna remember and then i did <laughs> brooke how are you doing great how is it like being here i feel <laughs> inferior what you're no not. no in the you guys i love listening to you talk because you're so smart about things and i'm just like hmm, hmm okay did Josh do his number one? No, no. we're so. We're, we're, we're okay. talking about Titanic. Okay, no, I love Titanic. If it's, if it's not an hour and a half long episode <laughs> for us recently, it's it's not an episode. It's not where right. going. Not All right, it. Josh, uh, close it out. Close it out with my number one, number uh, which is one. probably I don't know. We like, didn't do any honorable mentions. Oh, uh, well, I have a lot of. Them. Okay, I have dishonorable mentions. <laughs> oh. Let's see how many of Kelly's dishonorable are on my honorable. <gasps> the craft. Yep, that's there. Election. Uh huh. That's there. Crybaby. That's not there. Jawbreaker. Nope. That was it. <laughs> I've got uh, can't hardly wait, which is a silly movie. Never been kissed. Um, uh, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Uh, Encino Man, which I did not get to watch for this time mm, through, but Polly like Shore. Uh, some Polly Shore there. There you go. Is that um, yeah. Yeah. Man. yeah. And Sean Astin. Yeah. Okay. Um, How did Empire Records not make your list? Hey, hey, buddy, you know what we haven't done yet? <gasps> Number one! You're just taking forever. Kylie asked for my honorable mentions. I was gonna go. Alright, Josh, talk about Empire Records. Number one is Empire Records. Uh, I watched which... this. Yell, yell, scream, scream! Angst, angst, angst! Yeah, it's a great movie. Um, Empire Records is probably the movie that is, I don't know, the quote unquote worst out of all of them on my list that I love the most. 
Uh, it's got a terrible Metacritic score. Terrible it's movie. like it's it's a great movie. It's wonderful. I think I've seen it once, but I literally don't remember anything about it. That's okay. Yeah, we're gonna go plot point by plot point, detail by detail. Okay. We're gonna talk about why Rex Manning Day is the most important day of the year every year, everybody, and why the internet celebrates it all the time. It's amazing. No, guys, listen, I understand. Um, Empire Records is bad. I get it. Like it's not good. <laughs> But I love this movie. Yeah. I have pretty neutral feelings about it, but maybe that's yes. because... Yes! I'm excited for neutral feelings. I got in trouble one time for watching this movie on repeat, um, because I... So, I can't sleep without sound. Mm-hmm. Just period. I need sound. Uh, and I was at... I was working at a camp as a counselor, and there was, like, no electronics at all for anybody at the camp. And I was like, yeah, but I kind of need... So, like, I had a portable DVD player, and I had my copy of Empire Records. I was like, I was just going to watch this movie all week, because it was like, yeah, this is the movie that's going to help me get through. Um, and then the director of the camp was like, what, why are the kids are just telling a poor example? I was like, yeah, but I literally can't fall asleep without sound. Like, I'll just stay up all night, and that won't be good for anybody. And so they begrudgingly said I could watch my movie to fall asleep, too. There you go. Um, Empire Records, I just have this wonderful, loving feeling for this movie. It's just, like, growing up, I wanted to, like, work in this record store, and it was, like, in that way of, like, you were talking about Clueless, where, like, uh-huh. this was the environment that you wanted to be in. Mm-hmm. This have this, like, family of people who, like, you could be a screw-up, and you could make mistakes, but it's all okay, because you are loved for who you are and you get to be yourself in this world and you get to be accepted and you get to be around this art that you love and care about and there are different ways to do this love, this art that you love and care about. And 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 it is just this world in which that the people that are there are the ones that will support you. And your stories that happen and the stories that happen in this movie are all about finding who you are. And they're all about accepting the world that can't accept you, finding your place and accepting the world that won't accept you. And, and then it's about, there's this wonderful love story, and then there's this wonderful story about, like, people dealing with their parents, and then there's this silly plot line about somebody steals from the store, and we have to wrap that up, and then... Oh, uh, it's we, very serious. It's, it, not, it's it, not silly at all. Uh, he gambles the, the money away at, at Atlantic City, and it's it's not good. This is a poor choice by this character. Yeah. Uh, but it's okay. I got anxiety watching this store, because I was just like, oh. Who's running the store? It's angry Renee Zellweger, the only Renee Zellweger performance that I actually like. Is in this movie. Um, yeah, that's a true story. You are fine with Chicago. I really like her. In fine Chicago. with her in Chicago. But fine Roxy's is, annoying. Is the right word. But uh, Liv Tyler is wonderful in this movie. Um, I don't know. I just like this. It, like, I have so much of my personal identity wrapped up in this movie. Like, the song uh, Sugar High is, like, one of my jams. They play on the concert. I love the giant sign. I think some of my aesthetic and some of the things that I love in terms of classic um, capitalism come from this movie. Classic, at least, I don't know. I don't really It's like, it's, it's grunge. It's dirty. It's grimy. It's all those things that I really like about the era of the 90s. I don't know. I just love Empire Records. It means a lot to me. And it's probably not a great movie, but that's fine. I don't really care. It brings up a character uh, who's suicidal and depressed yes. in a not awesome fashion. You're not wrong. Um, <clears throat> where essentially she's like, yeah, I'm going to kill myself. And then everyone's just like, cool. And then they keep making fun of her. A few people are pretty nice to her, but <sighs> like, there are some people who are just like still ragging on her. And then they do that funeral scene. And like, I was just watching that and I was like... This is some dramatic stuff you're putting this character through. I will say yes. I will also say that I think it is established in the film that the reason that people keep treating her the same way is because that is 
how she is asked to be treated in that way. And I don't know if that's right or wrong or if that's, that's fair. And I, you're right. It's not a good representation of the suicidal character in any way, shape, or form. It doesn't deal with anything in that healthy sort of way. But much in that way that I talked about with Pleasantville, that, like, I think this is, like, 101 to teen issues. I don't think it deals with anything in the most healthy way. But it's at least... Because for me, like, just having that character be there to, like, talk and deal with those ideas and then having friends who were dealing with similar things it was like I, I didn't go to this movie for answers but at least I was aware of these issues that were happening in the world and then it allowed me to engage with the conversation a little bit more I'm not, I won't defend this movie for its choices I, you're, you're 100% right like it's yeah oh, you made me watch it and I, I thought it was extremely boring <laughs> I don't remember anything that happens in this movie. Yeah. I do like how you were like, why haven't you talked about Empire Records yet, Josh? Like, well, I know how much you love it. Yeah. It was going to be my number two, and then it switched. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. There you go. I was surprised you watched it. Was it just because you figured I'd talk about it? No, it was on Netflix. Yeah. This is one of the few that, like... Is it on there right now? Yeah. yeah. I don't think it'll ever I feel like this is a movie that Kevin likes. But I've seen it like once, maybe because he had it on, and I didn't. I wasn't really paying attention. You know, if you like good music, it does have a lot of good. The okay. soundtrack's great. The song "This Is the Day" by the 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 the. This the, is the yeah, day. I it's the the the. Thank you. Um, that song I fell in love with because of this movie. Okay. Uh, yeah, this movie was like listening to a mixed CD that Sean made me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, angst, sadness. Not dealing with emotion. I'm not saying it's the deepest thing in the world. And then we end with a good, happy song. Where did this end on my top 100 this year? It's probably, like, number one. It's not no number one. No one knew. It is... It's probably in the 50s, though, still. Like, I get it. Like, I, I read the reviews of this movie, and I'm like, yeah, fair enough, everybody. Um, okay, I found my list. Here we go. I'm gonna find it. Loading. Those are fish. No, there's lots of babies. Yeah, there's Andy, Jennifer. Stop it. <laughs> That's not real. Jackson. Ooh, I have it all the way at 99. What? We're close. Yeah. Wow. There it is. We're almost done here. Everyone. It is. It is, my my bottom three are probably probably just locked. Oh, in. I did it. You did it. I got Independence Day you on did. there. You made me realize that Independence Day deserves to be on my list. Well, I guess in the end, I got I got Brooke on my door. I got Independence yeah. Day on your list. <laughs> I have a feeling that like at this point, ninety seven through one hundred on my list are just done. Like that's what those are, because like those movies probably deserve to be on my list, but like yeah. do they? Yes, they all do. I don't think they do. Yeah, it's Independence Day, Clark's, uh, Empire Records, and Good Burger. <laughs> Formative. Yeah. Clerks used to be your favorite movie. Clerks used to be my favorite movie. Then I grew up and it did not. Mm. Yeah. Some weird Don't you stuff hate happens. that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Adulting. It does yeah, that. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. All right. Well, friends, I think that wraps up this episode. If you want to get in touch with us, if you want to join this conversation, and why wouldn't you? You can do so at friend of a friend podcast at squarespace.com. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Give us a five star review or any star review. So let's hit that subscribe button. <sighs> 
That's how you feel about it? Yeah. That helps us get more listeners. You can also find us on Facebook at Friend of a Friend Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at... DWT underscore podcast. The YouTubes. That's Clutch Together. The Tumblers. That's Clutch Together. The Letterboxd. The ACT and Kelly Gallagher. Thank you all so much for listening. I've been Josh. Oh, I'm Anne. I'm Brooke. Kylie. Quack, 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 quack.